Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Giant Dare. Actually, uh, this is episode 35. No, let's start again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Darren Crew podcast. Episode 35 is packed podcast. We're on Anchor FM and Spotify. We got special guest is Nigel, a US, former USD baseball player. USD Terry Rose, plays former pitcher. And we have a, a fully guest is my co-host is Sean S. He knows Nigel. And here's Nigel. What's up, Nigel, on this Thursday night? Hey, I'm doing well. It's uh, it's good to see you, Johnny. Thanks for having me, Sean. It's always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Nigel's actually a pretty good baseball pitcher. We play, we play soft, we play catch all the time. So he comes down once in a while. We hang out. So Johnny, if you ever want to come down, play with us, you're welcome to do that. Okay. So yeah. So we're going to take on to, before we go to this interview with Nigel. We're going to go around baseball. Padres lost today 4-2. But the sad news is the Padres might lose Lamette again. Lamette came back, played the game today, got taken out with the full inning, right, Johnny? Yeah, we, we were at the game, Sean. You tell Nigel at, at the, the game. game. It was exciting. We Me were at too. The game. I was so at the, the game. Park of the park area, Lamette got taken out. They're saying that he might need Tommy John surgery. We oh, no. So they go, he's going for an MRI. We'll let you guys we'll keep you posted on that. You guys were both at the game today? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, hey. I knew Sean had tickets, but uh, that's awesome, John. Yeah. You guys have to go tickets, together. Hey, Nacho, what's, your, what's your last name if I put this podcast on Anchor FM? What's, what are your last name? My last name is Ward, W-A-R-D. Okay, just making sure. Go ahead. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no problem. So <laughs> Audrey's left the bases loaded with – they had no outs, bases loaded, and then they finally left the bases loaded the whole game. So what's your thoughts, Nigel? How can you have a bases loaded, man? Jeez. I mean, you, you hope that when you get the bases loaded that you, you, you got a hitter that can come through. And usually if you're talking about the Padres nowadays, they have a lot of dudes that can come through. I mean, one through eight even. Um, I mean, you have so many guys in there that, that can – do the job for you and you know the 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 sad thing about baseball is that you know the hitters uh usually fail in 20 uh 80 or like 75 percent of the time or something like that it's some astronomical number and um you know this is just one of the nights that they uh or days that they didn't uh, come through so uh you you probably tip your cap to the brewers you're like they they won this one um but it's also it's 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 early it's it's april yes. 21st um that's why I and, yeah yeah, getting swept by the Brewers, you know. Not fun, but hey, Padres fans out there, it's not time to panic. Mm-hmm. No. The ones that should be panicking right now is the Yankees. They should be panicking. Yeah. But the Padres will 10-10. The good thing is Giants lost today. Padres are going to play the Dodgers. I'll be happy to take the, ser- take the series with the Dodgers for games. Oh, split the series. Or even mm-hmm. sweep the Dodgers. But losing one game with the Dodgers – Win one game with Dodgers? No, that's not cutting it. But I will like to go up to Dodger Stadium starting tomorrow and go out to the week, and we'll keep you posted on that series. And, well. and keep it a fight for Padre fans, man. We'll play. So, jo- uh, so Nigel, do you know we're playing Mark Ryan Weathers facing Mark Brewer for game mm-hmm. one? Game two is Kershaw and New Darvish. Game oh. game. Game three, what's who's who's pitching game three, Sean? I think it's I don't know. 
It was oh yeah, Trevor Bauer versus uh Wetos, right? Oh. No, I think it was Snell, right? Saturday. Snell, yeah, Snell. Then. And Joe Musgrove versus Hula Urias on After Sunday the baseball. The Sunday night baseball, Nigel. Next Sunday, Hood Urias versus Joe Musgrove on Sunday night baseball, 488 ESPN. ESPN on ESPN. Yeah, those Padres fans really got to uh, tune in this weekend because that's that's one heck of a series. I mean, all of the Padres starters are, are going, of course, with the exception of Lament. Um, but they have – they still have so many guys. And yeah. even if you think, like – you know, you, you, you take this year, like, you know, let's say it happens and whatever the result is, you know, it happens. But you look forward to next year even. They still have Clevenger. Like, that pitching yeah. rotation is just off the charts. And you're looking at the two best teams in baseball, really. I mean, you can't miss on a weekend of baseball that, that's coming your way if you're if you're a Dodger fan or a Padres fan or even just a casual fan. Like, this is a yeah. series to watch. And I believe the Padres all had 22 into – Double plays, got into double plays 22 times this season so far. And we're 106 on a losing streak or something like that. Or something like that. Yeah. So we without we, scoring, without scoring the body. We're like 106 without people scoring. Yeah. So we have like Nigel, we lost our starting pitcher, Adrian Marone. He yeah. Was, I heard Morahone had like a Tommy John, it? Tommy John surgery, Tommy John. He oh might. My. We don't know yet. We'll have to. I have to find out about that. <laughs> wow. But I, I hope the Padres jump back tomorrow. All right. And beat the Dodgers. Okay. Now, yeah. Sean. Because we can yeah. end the series. We can um leave the Dodgers. See the Dodgers come home and be like nine and three or something like that. Okay. Three, three games back, week grade or two. Hey, Sean. You want to ask Nigel some questions for interview? Yeah. So we have Nigel here, folks. So we're going to ask him some. Nigel questions. Ward. So, Nigel Ward, some questions here, folks. So, let's take it away. So, yeah, and we have some. So, Nigel's a formal trails baseball starting pitcher for the trails. He played for a very long time. I watched some of his good games. Um, so, Mm. so I got a question for you. Um, so. How do you like pitching for the trails? I mean, that's a it's a good question. Um, <laughs> first off, I I uh, I should I should mention that I, I I did not live up to the status that you're that you're putting me on. I, I was not a starting pitcher. I was I was just a reliever. Um, you, if you're a starting pitcher in, in a, on a college team. I mean, that, 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 that's something right there. Like you, that, that's nothing to scoff at. Like that's a, a great body of work and you earned the right to pitch um, or to start a game on a weekend. And uh, I, I was not that. Um, so um, I was, I was lucky to be a part of that for, for three and a half years or so, two and a half years um, and pitching for the Terrarias, you know, back to your question, Sean, it, it was so much fun um, being on a division one field and, you know, kind of thinking to myself every time I walked out there, it's like, man, I, 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 I've made it this far. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I wanted to play in the big leagues ever since I was six years old. Um, so getting, getting to that level was certainly exciting. It wasn't, you know, exactly the highest level I wanted to reach, but um, it was, it was heart pounding every time I went out there um, out of sheer, you know, nervousness and excitement at the same time. 
Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, pressure situations you roll into as a reliever. There are plenty of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, unfortunately we had a, a COVID shortened year in 2020 and that, uh, yeah. that kind of put a damper on the, on the end of the career. But, um, you know, every guy I played with, um, for the most part was, was really cool to be around. They were an energetic group. Um, Rich Hill is one of the most probably the most enthusiastic and just energetic coach you could ever ask for. Mm -hmm. Um, He's, he's behind, you know, he's behind you a hundred percent whether you know it or not. Um, He uh, he's definitely, he's definitely rough around the edges and as much as he he expects a lot out of you as a player. Um, But at the end of the day, he's, he's always got your back. Um, And that's really that's the height of what you can ask for out of coaches. Um, So he was a fun guy to play for. And that was just a fun team to play for. There was so much energy in the dugout. There's, there's a lot of good fanfare in the stadium. And Mm -hmm. when we got a lot of fans, it was, it was a great time. Yeah. That's a bummer that you did. I thought you all started one game or something. I I started on a Tuesday against UCI. I believe my, my second year there. But I was never uh, I never really made it up to the weekend starter position. I wanted to. I was working working my butt off every time I so the I, games that you have started. Um what how many innings did you go? Oh, that UCI game, I went two innings. Um, and I'm pretty sure I didn't allow a run. I got probably got a couple strikeouts. I remember that game, Shane McGuire caught me. He's the kind of the proverbial star for them right now. Um and he was a he was a great help behind the plate. He was always a confidence builder. Um, he made it look easy back there. And I remember remember him calling calling a three two sinker um, away, and I threw it inside. The guy swung over the top of it, and he gave a fist pump. And I was like, "Yes, I can't believe I got out of that in or got yeah. out of it." Um, so, and that was that was super fun. So so Nigel, what was your best pitch besides snicker? A sinker, you throw a fastball, curveball, slider, changeup. Yeah, I uh, I threw a slider in addition to the sinker. That was probably my second best pitch, um, mostly because I threw it for strikes most often. Um, out of the out of the two, I probably I actually probably threw the slider for strikes more often. Um, I had a much better feel for that pitch as my career went on, and it really became a weapon for me when I got into junior college, and then when I kind of branched in uh, up into USD. Um, I utilized it a lot, especially uh, in those three, two counts. Uh, a lot of guys are expecting the fastball because they know pitchers want to throw strikes. Um, and if you can dot a slider in there, three, two, most guys aren't looking for it. So that was, uh, that was my second pitch. My second pitch was a slider. I used a changeup as a third pitch um, every once in a while. And the last year I played there this uh, in 2020, um, I, it started to come around. Um, it was getting there, it was starting to become a weapon. Um, I would throw it 0-2, and I could get a swing over the top of it, um, but it was still kind of inconsistent. But for the most part, it was sinker, and then that slider was the number two. Yeah, so I have a, one more question. Uh, who's your favorite baseball team? I think I see a Rays in the background. Tim Day Rays. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a diehard Rays fan. Um, I have been since 2008. You can call it a bandwagon, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, the story with that um, was that I was an Angels fan since I was probably since I was born, since birth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, I grew up in Orange County going to Angels games. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fortunate enough uh, that my dad had tickets a lot um, through his work. So we went to a lot of games and watched a lot of Vladimir Guerrero and Bartolo Colon and Jared Weaver and just those teams dominate in the late 2000s. Um, you know, I think they won like four division titles from 2004 to 2010. Um, so there was a lot of when I was really growing up, they were good. Um, and then I believe in 2008, they were awful. Um, and I was looking for another team to root for. And I was like, hey, there are these Rays over in Tampa Bay who are having their first winning oh, season. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yeah, they were they were our, our, like the year before they lost like 102 games. And then they were on pace for winning 103 at one point. They ended up and winning. And then they made it to the World Series and lose. Exactly. They lost to Philadelphia in five, which, you know, is a little sour. And, and at you know, the they Dodgers lost to... last year, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've been a fan of them um, since 2008. And um, I, I just love the I, I kind of like the brand of baseball that they bring to the table. It's very nuanced. Um, they're they're very pitching centric and I'm a pitcher. So I love that. Um, the only thing I'm not loving out of them now is the the their, their kind of approach to, to hitting because um, they don't have a lot of hitting. I mean, you look at a Randy, a Rosarena and an Austin Meadows and a Brandon Lau, and those guys are, those guys are decent, but everybody else in that lineup, you know, Margot. Yeah. Margot, like he's well, a former it. Padre and he's had some, some spicy moments for them. I mean, honestly, Sean, I'd beg to differ with you. Randy Rose, Rosarena for a moment there was the best ever. I mean, 10 home runs in a postseason. Like, are you kidding me? Like yeah, even yeah. in a COVID shortened year, like, good Lord, the dude was a rookie. Um, so they were fun to watch last year. And that's, again, I'll go back to it real quick. Um, that's the one part about them. I'm not super amped about is because they kind of are adhering to this three true outcomes type of deal indirectly or directly. I'm not entirely sure, but they hit a lot of home runs. They strike out a lot and they walk a lot. And that just makes for like some, yeah, a little more yeah. boring baseball than you, than, than I, than I've been accustomed to. I mean, early on in the two thousands, when I was growing up, it was a lot of get some hits guys, scrap David Eckstein, like guys who, yeah. who you saw a lot more of them. Um, nowadays, you know, guys just want to hit over the shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and that poses an interesting question. It's like, well, if, if the shift kind of caused that then to, or cause hitters to hit over the shift and strike out more and walk more and have a little more of a boring game, then do you ban the shift or you do something else? So, um, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in there, but yeah, I'm a Rays fan, um, through and through. I love the way they play big pitching, big, uh, big on pitching, big on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're uh, they're a fr- fun squad to watch, especially right now. I mean, I think last night they beat the Royals fourteen to seven. Yeah. Like, where did that come Ooh. from? Hey, plus Nigel Ward, plus American League. What team you think I am? Not what, oh, um, I think see. Boston Red Sox, American League. Yeah, and Senegal Padres from National League. So Red Sox are in first place. They they yeah. beat the White Sox. So we got. Alex Perugo, we got JT Martinez, uh-huh. Kiki Hernandez, we got starting and Nathan Rivardi. We got some good hitters mm-hmm. and pitching. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, they've they've certainly surprised some people. I honestly looking at their roster and they've got some names for sure. I mean, it's Boston; they've always had names. But you look at the rotation in the bullpen, you're like, it's not that deep. And you look yeah. at Nick Pavetta, and he hasn't had a lot of uh, a lot of success and 
Eduardo Rodriguez, Erod um, is coming off an injury and you don't quite know what you're going to get from Eovaldi. They gave him a contract and he pitches well sometimes and he doesn't pitch well other times, but he's, I mean, to their credit, they've come out and they have played really well. They have fought hard. They've, they've mm-hmm. fought like hell and they've competed their, their butts off and they're, they're in first place. I mean, it's especially after getting swept by Baltimore in Boston to open up the season and they're in first place now. It's wow. That's crazy. It's crazy. Like <laughs> yes. what, how, how they can flip a switch like that. It's the same thing with the Oakland athletics starting the season one and six, and they've rattled off 11 straight wins since then. It's like, well, what the heck's happening right now? What the heck's going um, on? 11, six record in the American East. It's like, what the heck's going on in this American East division? Got yes. the Yankees, got the New York Yankees in last place. This flipped the switch. Yeah, I know. The, the whole book is everyone was like, the Yankees are going to win the East. The Rays are going to contend. The Jays could be up there. And then the Orioles and the Red Sox will bottom feed and fight for last place. But here it is. And none of those teams are really having bad starts. I mean, the other than the Yankees, like the Yankees are, they're on garbage watch. It's, it's, I'm quoting um, John Boy Media. Um, when I say that they're on garbage watch, like they're no longer slumping, like it's bad. Like you don't want to watch them. Um, so, it, you know, you hope that, you know, you don't want to see anybody play terribly and have a bad season. So yeah, it'd so be more I, fun if the Yankees played yeah. well. So I have some more questions for Nigel, Johnny. Okay. Okay. So you my, every, I have a lot of questions here. This is like the best questions because he likes baseball. All right. Cause the other interviews with Hawk and I have not, you know, Oh, because I don't know too much about hockey. So we, well, we interviewed somebody from hockey, which is okay. But um, when you were pitching for all your pitching season, did you ever have a moment when a battle like charged at you or came at you, like talked smack to you, and you and your dugouts cleared? You know, I'm I'm thankful enough to not have. I I don't have one of those experiences in my uh, in my memory. I. I've certainly anybody who knows me will tell you that I hit way too many guys than I should have. Um, and you know, God bless the hitters. They didn't, none of them charged me. Um, they, they all, they all just took their base. So I don't know which one's worse. Like I gave them a hit, I guess if I hit them on a pitch, like, Hey, it would have been nice if they took an exception to it and I got some two cents yeah, worth. But, warnings. Yeah. I, I mean, I never, I did get a warning once because I hit three guys in a row and the umpire wow. thought I was doing it on purpose. Um, but I was like, I swear, ump, I'm not. Like, I'm just bad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I hit a lot of guys, um, but I never had um, – I never I, – I was never on the mound when there was a bench clearing. Um, however, I have been a part of two brawls um, in games, and those were both summer ball. Um, one of them was even after a game, which was kind of – interesting but one of them during summer ball i like we were just kicking the crap out of a team and we stole a base when we were up by like 10 runs or something and it's summer ball you know guys are getting reps and the other team took exception to it i think they were the south bay saints up from the big uh, from the bay area in california um i was playing with the slow blues and they took exception to it and they threw it our guy and then the benches cleared and they were throwing helmets at us i mean fists were flying like that was the only brawl i was ever a part of in game they think we're just Um, watching dodgers game (laughs) (laughs) nothing happened um, they just talked nothing yeah happened that that 
crazy. So yeah, did you ever bat on the trails or no? No, I I wish I could have. That would have been a lot of fun. Um, I've only known Rich Hill to put in hitters, um, you know, very rarely or put them as the DH to disguise, you know, whether they have a righty or a lefty in the DH spot. So mm -hmm. they can't, you know, at least the starting pitcher doesn't know that they're facing a righty or a lefty. Mm -hmm. So Rich likes to play mind games like that. And honestly, I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, like we'd have Chris Murphy batting in the, or hitting on the, in the on deck circle wow. with the helmet on, and you know, he's not hitting. Um, they just want him to know. We just wanted to know uh, whether the pitcher we were going to face was a righty or lefty. So we could put in a pinch hitter. Um, but no, I never got to hit, unfortunately, as a Torero. Okay, a few more questions here. Um, second one is, do you you played in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. And you were a pitcher, right? I was a pitcher uh, for three years. I was a hitter for one. So, so you did hit in high school? Yeah, my freshman how, year. How old did you as a hitter? How many times did you say you got on base? I – you know, my numbers, if I remember correctly, you know, my freshman coach, if he ever gets a hold of this, he might, he might tell me I'm lying, but I <laughs> remember doing the numbers one time. Um, and I remember hitting, like looking at the numbers, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I'm hitting like 459. Like wow. it was unbelievable. And like, I remember one game where I struck out four times and then I just never saw another at bat, um, or it was rare to see another at bat. So, um, I'm pretty sure like if, if I was hitting 459 and then I struck out four times and never mm -hmm. got another at bat, I probably was hitting still 400. Um, Cause that was like, I don't know, 10 games into the season. Were you a starting you know. pitcher too, right? In high school, right? Yeah. My, my freshman year, I started a couple games on the freshman team. And then when I was a sophomore, I start, I didn't start when I was a sophomore, but my junior and senior years, I started. Did you go past, did you go all the way to like the seventh inning or something like that? Yeah, a couple times. Um, my junior year, I threw a no-hitter. Oh, you threw um, a no-hitter? Wow, I like no-hitters, right, Joni? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need I, you for the Dodgers now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, they've got they've got too many pitchers, man. But, yeah, I threw a no-hitter um, against Laguna Hills High School. Um, God bless them. I hit them five times in that game. I'm, I mean, I was trying to win, wasn't trying to hit them. Um, I, I'm, I believe a base runner got on like six out of the seven innings too. Cause I also made an error. Um, it was a throwing error on a bunt. And um, so I was in trouble the whole game and I didn't know I was throwing a no hitter until like, I, I, I probably until the last inning. Uh, yeah, that just, crazy, man. So, yeah. but you blew the puff, almost got a puff of game there too. Yeah, I, I didn't walk anybody, but I hit, I, hit, I hit everybody, which kind of seems to be the trend nowadays. Joe Musgrove, yeah, Joe Musgrove hit one guy, and then yeah. Rodon, who threw a no-hitter not a couple days ago, hit Roberto Perez on the That's toe. It. He's got a toe ball. I know. Um, Crazy. Yeah, then the, the uh, perfectos and, uh, seem to be broken up by hit batsmen now as opposed to walks, which is actually kind of cool. I'd, I'd rather see it. Yeah. Well, no, I'd rather see a felt a well thought out walk than a hit by pitch. But anyways, okay. So all my years been watching the trails games, and you've been playing with the trails. Either you're pitching or you in the dugout or bullpen. Has the head coach ever coach got coach trails? Did he ever got ejected? Oh man, I want to say he got ejected once. Um, I haven't seen him get ejected in my lifetime, but 
Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm kind of, I'm trying to remember if this is something that happened while I was on the field or whether it was a story that was told to me. Um, I just, I, I can't remember. I honestly, I can't remember if he got ejected um, during well, one of our games. We should interview Coach Hale sometime, Johnny. We should if we yeah. ask him if he's okay with it, and we can interview all his. He would love that. He would. I. I. If he would love to be on your show, man. He. He's. He's. He's a walking beacon of light. He's got so I'll much have energy. To get him out there. We have to get him on sometime somehow. Get, yeah. Get him on. So, what got you into baseball? Um. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's really more of a question for my dad. Um. <laughs> I think. Um. When I was really young. Um you know, my parents wanted to get us, uh, into sports, which basically meant out of the house for a couple hours, a couple more hours in the afternoon. Uh, cause, um, my brothers and I, boy, were we handfuls growing up. Um, at least, uh, physically we, we were running around throwing stuff all over the house. We needed to get out. Um, so I think that's how I got into it. Um, my, my dad threw me into baseball and he threw me into soccer um, and I just, I loved playing baseball. I loved going to practice. I loved playing catch. My dad and I would play catch in the backyards, like all yeah. the time. So how, um, oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I've, I've been playing since I was six. Um, I started in coach pitch. I, I, I think I skipped T-ball just because I was too oh, old. Wow. Um, but, um, I, yeah, I started when I was six and I, and I just kept going with it and I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, it was always you know, the, the most fun thing I always did. And I loved talking about it and mm -hmm. I loved watching the game. Um, so, I mean, it kind of just grew from, I don't know, my dad decided to put me in baseball and that's good. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a good, uh, good decision on his part. And I, I took it a long way and I was very good at it for a while. So how old were you when you knew that you wanted to be like a pitcher? When I was a pitcher, probably, I don't know, like, 11 or 12. <laughs> what got you the idea to do pitching instead of like second base, third base, outfield, catcher, and all those other things? Yeah, oh, actually, that's a good sure. story. Yeah. Um, so I remember my first year in majors when I was playing Little League. I was on the Texas Rangers and um, I was uh, at practice one day and I remember asking my coach, uh, his name was Coach, uh, uh, coach Lovely. <laughs> interesting last name coach yeah. lovely um and he was our pitching coach and i was barking at him during practice i was like can you let me pitch in a game please and when i was playing catch and he was watching it and he was probably thinking holy crap i don't want to put this kid in the game and to pitch um but he told me he's like if we have a big lead in the next game then i'll put you into pitch and i got super excited i was like yes fantastic he said yes and that shut me up and for him that was good um, so the next game we were playing the White Sox and we got to a huge lead. Like it was 12 to nothing in the second inning wow. or something like that. And I go over to coach lovely and I'm like, we have a big lead. Can you put me in the game? And he's like, all right, you're going in. So he sent me to the bullpen and I warmed up and I went into the game and I did pretty well. I remember facing a kid that I played with the year before his name was Cameron and I like struck him out and I was like, Oh my gosh, like what the heck's going on here? So I like pitched. I don't, I don't remember how long I pitched. I remember that one at bat where I struck the kid out. Um, and that's kind of how it started. Um, I, I remember after that, my dad started taking me to pitching lessons and that's I started. So you like, so you whether to be pitching and play catch or outfield. Like a right, like a right-handed pitcher 
Nigel or right-handed? Yeah. Yeah, right-handed. Um, right-handed I, uh, batter. <laughs> did you ever get hit by a baseball when you were pitching in either high school or the trails? Yeah. Um, I remember one incident in high school um, when I was playing against uh, Cyprus. Actually, uh, the, the dude who hit it, I'm trying – it was Dominic Fletcher. It was the number third. I think he was the third overall pick in 2017 or 2018. He was out of Arkansas. Um, but I was playing against him in high school. And in the, I think it was the fourth inning, I threw him a slider that he just crushed. No, it was the first, it was, um, it was the second inning. It was the second inning. Um, he, yeah, he threw me a slider that, that I, uh, he smoked it. Um, and it went right off my shin. I unfortunately never had anything like come around my head that actually Thank hit me God. in the head. Um, but he hit me like right on the shin and I picked the ball up and threw it to first. And I was like, oh my goodness wow. gracious, that hurt it's so crazy. bad. And I was like limping into the dugout and the trainer, God, he scared the living hell out of me. He was like, you <laughs> might have ICS. And I'm like, what's ICS? And he's like, it's intercompartmental syndrome, which means like if it, the bruise is bad enough, then it might like yeah. cut off circulation to your leg and um, you might lose your leg. And I'm like, holy cow, like, what does that mean? So he's like, pretty much you should not sit down for the whole time. So the whole game, like I did not sit, like I pitched all seven innings. I, I threw a CG. I allowed four runs. We won the game like eight to four, but the whole time, like I came into the dugout. I did not sit. I was like walking around, doing jumping jacks, doing pull-ups, doing push-ups. I was like, I can't sit. And I remember, I remember two of my teammates, uh, Bobby Vasquez and Aaron Singh. Um, they were playing third and, and second, respectively. And they're both like, okay, we got to take it one pitch at a time. They're telling everybody like one pitch at a time. And I remember thinking like, all right, one pitch at a time. Like just throw this one. All right. Focus on the next one. And it was, that got me through the game. Like God love him. Shout out to Bobby Vasquez and Aaron Singh. Like those are two of the better teammates I've ever had. Um, I know Aaron Singh is coaching in Arizona right now. Shout out to him flex. Cause that dude's coaching in college. Good for him. Um, so the, yeah, that was the only time I ever got hit. And it was, uh, it was, a, it was a little bit scary. Would you, that, why I brought that up because I think a few days ago when Moscow was pitching on the Padres, a ball was, I don't know if you saw that game. It was a ball that smacked right to him, mm-hmm. but he luckily caught the ball for an out. Yeah. One drive it. You didn't see that play. If you guys saw that play, you saw the play, Nigel? I saw the replay of it. And all, like, oh, that's man. why I asked you that question because like, it freaks them out because the ball yes. like that. Yeah, of course. And it's scary because, I mean, especially nowadays, the ball comes out the back. I didn't hit him or anything like that. He, like, (laughs) I'm like, thank God. Exactly. Our our hometown golden boy did not get hit in the face with a line drive. Thank God. Um, You know, you know, glad that he's that he had the athletic prowess to stick his hand in front of uh, his face and catch it. Um, You know, that's that's pretty, pretty talented on his part. I think Gosha got hit. Um when we played them, but we got into double play because they hit off Kosha right to the second base with double play. I hate when that happens. <laughs> yeah, right. right. You're right to that special spot. Uh huh. You hit it up the middle. Like and hacky you, sack. You... It was like a hacky sack almost. <laughs> <laughs> it hit off of it hit off of uh, Clayton Kershaw's Skechers sneakers. Yeah, or that's, his yeah spikes. something like that. Something like that. I saw that and just baseball. giving them some ad. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, 
since you are done with it, playing baseball with the trails, are you planning on doing like a, a dot softball league or dot baseball league or anything like that so you can keep your athlete athletic going? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been, you know, in the past year, it's been, wow, it's been over a year. Um, I've been, I've been lifting a lot. Um, I really enjoyed getting in the weight room and doing the Olympic lifts and staying in shape like that, especially through college. So I've been doing a lot of that. I've been doing a lot of running. Um, a lot of, uh, that was probably my, my strength when it came to conditioning and, mm-hmm. and training. I was always really good at running. I could stride it out and I had mm-hmm. a little more asked me I had a little more willpower to, to get through that stuff than than a lot of my teammates and um, that made me feel really good that was always a confidence builder but uh, yeah I, I do want to play some adult league um, I also had a friend of mine tell me the other day that that um, I should play abroad um, so I've been thinking about getting back into the actual baseball scene and and we'll see I've actually I started I've recently started talking to my old high school coach and asking him about coaching Wow. So that'll, that'll be fun too. I'm deaf. Baseball is not done with me. That's for sure. That's I'm I still like, going to keep like, doing it. Keep going on. Um, yeah, I was going to say, what, I know this is like not going to probably happen, but what if like a scout comes up to you, puts you in the minor leagues for baseball and they make, watch you pitch and you get better and then they put you in the big leagues. Oh man. I mean, that'd be cool. But if anybody, like if anybody came up to me and, and if anybody was a scout or faked being a scout and came up to me and said that I'd say, take a hike, uh, in the words of Carlos Rodon, take a hike. Um, <laughs> I don't expect it to happen. Um, I, I can imagine, you know, you know, whatever the future holds, you know, mm-hmm. it will, and whatever I choose to do, I'll, I mean, I'll do it, but I don't think yeah. it's playing. Um, it would be fun like yeah, it would that. Watch you on the big leagues. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, go ahead, go ahead, bud. Anybody in the trails, pitching, wise, or fielding wise, now that graduated this season, all any of them planning on going to the get called up for the pros or something? I know a lot of them want to. Um, Grady Miller is a guy who comes to mind, um, although he hasn't had that great of a season thus far. I know he wants to pitch in the bigs and that's all he talked about. Um, at least when, when he and I would, would play catch and, 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 you know, talk baseball. Um, and uh, let's see, Shane McGuire is another name that comes to mind. He's enormously talented. He's a, he's a good hitter, a good catcher. Thomas Lovano is just, a, just, a yeah, maybe they'll freaking... come up. Maybe they'll get drafted. Who knows? Yeah. Um, you know, like a lot of people get drafted from the trails this season. Yeah. Of course. And, you know, a lot of guys, I have to mention this guy, Paul Kuntz, um, you know, he's, you know, people will say he's undersized, you know, physically, but that dude's got more grit than anybody I've ever played with. Um, he's been in college now for like six or seven years and he just won't quit. Um, he's so, so good um, at the plate and just wicked defensively. He can play center. He can play in the infield. Um have to give a shout out to, to Pauly Kunst. Um, that dude is probably, yeah, again, again, the grittiest player I've ever played with. Um, Paul, if you're, if you ever hear this, I'm super, I'm so sorry for ever hitting you, man, because I really didn't want to hit you. Well, that's crazy. So um, let me think of more things to say, because I love this talk here. Do you have anything, Johnny? Or? Oh, we got three minutes left. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take, I can take these three minutes up. Big <laughs> no time. 
if Nigel has three minutes left of his time, we can take three minutes. Yeah, of course, man. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I couldn't help but notice real quick, Sean. You, <laughs> the first thing I noticed when I came onto the Zoom is you, you've got your glasses on, but you've also got the sunglasses on your hat, too. <laughs> I was like, that's that's a true baseballer right there. He's like, always got the sunglasses on, ready to fight the sun. And then the we're in the, yeah, <laughs> right. All the I mean, your players on the trails did that, even though it was in like a night game, they still do that. Yeah, how day they'll still do that. But but Nigel, do you still see USD Tarot's team still is a numb not alumni and website or like watching them? Do I ever do I ever watch them or do I you mean do I see them? Yeah, like watch them or see them. Like I follow them on uh through their box scores. Um and every once in a while I'll I'll, I'll give Cody Jeffries a call. Shout out Cody Jeffries, he's their second baseman mm-hmm. shortstop guy. Um, he was one of my favorite guys to talk to. Um, so I'll talk to him every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, but you know, with the whole COVID thing, you know, it's tough to, to get people to do it. I mean, I'm all for it. Um, yeah. I, I love meeting up with people, but, um, you know, sometimes it's tough to get that going. All right. So if coach Hill, I don't know if it's gonna happen this season, but if he ever comes up with the idea and gets people that didn't get traded, you know, all the, sophomores that didn't, don't get traded to the play, playoffs, I mean, to the pros, and he says, we have an alumni game. Would you have played an alumni game? Yeah, of course. That's, that's the toast of the that, town. Have they done that before, alumni games, or no? Yeah, absolutely. There was an alumni game in 2020, if I remember correctly, before the season started. Um, we had a bunch of guys playing, and um, I, I, I mean, I, I pitched – I believe I pitched in that game, um, but I was pitching for the actual team. But, yeah, I'd love to play in an alumni game. That'd be awesome. You think they'll have plus, to do it again. And plus, Chris Bryant was on that team too, right? Chris Bryant? I think I don't know if he played, but he was there. Um, Chris Bryant, man, he was on the pros, man. That's why I say – Cubs. Cubs, man. Yeah. He, he did right now. You know, I, I really minute, hope – guys. I really so, hope he comes and, and plays, you know, in the alumni game. You know, Chris, Chris – I know he's – I've heard he's kind of a shy guy. And, yeah. Sign um, up, Johnny. Huh? One minute, so sign us off quickly. Dude. Okay, that was Nigel Ward and Sean S of this thirty-five thirty-six podcast of their and crew podcast. I'm John there. Here's Nigel Ward. I'm John, and um, hopefully I can see Nigel again. Hopefully I can go to the Trails game and watch him play. And hopefully maybe if they have alumni game, maybe I'll go out with Nigel and watch it. Yeah, yeah ho- hopefully I'll get to uh, play in it and uh, bring Sean out to the dugout. But thank you guys yeah. for having me. This was unbelievable. I love it. And um, let me know when you're available to um, play some baseball down here in San Diego. Of course. Of course. Always, man. Johnny, you're more than welcome to come too, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Nigel. Yeah, Thank of course. You. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you.